Hello and welcome to Behind the Bearcat. This is the podcast where the Northwest Missouri State University Career Services Office chats with Northwest faculty, staff, students, alumni, and friends to hear about their career journeys, how they got to where they are, and how they became Bearcats. I'm Career Services Assistant Director Travis Klein. And I'm Hannah Christian, the Director of Career Services here at Northwest. And today's guest on our show is... I'm John Coffey, Station Manager of KXCV KRW here on the Northwest Campus. Welcome, John. It's really, yeah, so really great nice to, to have, have you. you here today. Hey, glad to be here. All right. I'll let you start, Travis. All right. So mass media people. <laughs> so you mentioned being station manager of KXCV. Can you tell us what that is? If somebody's maybe not familiar with with what the radio station is here on campus. We're the uh, public radio station on the campus, uh, an NPR affiliate. And we also, uh, our mission as far as offering uh, alternative uh, radio to the region that they can't find anywhere else, we a dual mission is to train students as they come through the Northwest Missouri State Mass Communication Program. And really not even mass communication as much as just students coming through uh, Northwest. They will have to be a mass communication major to be on there at KFCV, KRW, just as long as you're enrolled as a student and uh, have the skills that uh, we look for, uh, you can be a part of the radio station. That's awesome. I didn't even know that till just now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and you've been around Northwest for a, for a long time. So I know you, we've known each other for, for many, many years uh, from oh, yeah. back in my days in radio. So do you want to tell us maybe how you first found Northwest and how you first came to the campus? Well, I was as a student, uh, I'm from a nearby in Albany, Missouri. And uh, when uh, always had an interest in broadcasting really throughout my entire life and uh, uh, looking at a, a school to go to maybe get into broadcasting and uh, Northwest Missouri State at the time as it does now has a, a very good if not one of the best uh, uh, broadcasting uh, departments in the nation so uh, it was kind of a natural fit a, sh- a short drive from Albany to, to uh, Maryville and uh, uh, my predecessor's general manager here at uh, KXCV Rodney Harris was a student at the time and uh, He's from Albany as well. And when I was a senior in high school, uh, he brought me over here one day to kind of job shadowed him for a while. And uh, again, that really piqued my interest in coming to Northwest and was able to come over and uh, uh, also played a couple of years on the Northwest tennis team while I was here as well. So uh, it was a great fit coming to Northwest and uh, for the most part been around Maryville for a, a lot of time since then. After I graduated, I worked in uh, Fairbury, Nebraska for a while as a news director of a radio station there and then eventually I had an opportunity to come back to Maryville at uh, KNIM as news and sports director and broadcasting the Northwest football and basketball games and then in uh, 99 I had an opportunity to come back to uh, KXCB as a uh, uh, staff member and uh, to set up uh, the radio network for Bearcat radio network for uh, the football and basketball games over here and it's been a great uh, transition I've enjoyed every minute of it. Well, I was just going to say you kind of downplayed it there a little bit, but you know, you mentioned doing play-by-play for Northwest. You you are the voice of the Bearcats and have been for for decades at this point. So that's a really big thing. Like you know, when when I think Bearcat football and Bearcat basketball, like I can't not think of John Coffey's voice because that's <laughs> you know, of course, my start in radio was working at K and I M with you. I was a little high school student at first, and then in college and working those games on the other side, making sure that everything sounded good on the board. But you've done play-by-play for Northwest for a long time. And really, I think for a lot of people, it's hard to think of Northwest sports and not think of John Coffey. So, you know, you, I, you know, you mentioned that just kind of in passing on your resume, <laughs> you were going through there, but it's a huge thing because it's really, 
it's funny how sportscasters become so tied to their sport that they do, you know, with the Royals baseball, you have Denny Matthews, you know, you've got, now we have Northwest alumni, Tommy, Tommy Thrall doing that for the Cincinnati Reds. And you are definitely that guy for the Bearcats. So, you know, your voice has always kind of been there. Those championship seasons we've had several of, luckily, you know, you've been right there with them. So that's a really huge part of, I think what you do and kind of how you're known on the campus is John Coffey voice of the Bearcats. So. So sorry, I just wanted to interject that. I don't want to downplay how huge that is. So I appreciate that. I was going to ask, I was actually going to go back before Northwest and ask, had you always been interested in uh, radio? What what piqued your interest and what caused you to come here to shadow Ronnie Harris? Um, I Pretty much the radio has been something that kind of had my imagination as a little kid all the way through. I grew up uh, listening to uh, St. Louis Cardinals baseball, Jack Buck and Harry Carey at the time, then Mike Shannon a little bit later. And that always uh, had a radio by my side, listening to whatever season was in, listening to games. And that's been a passion of mine really ever since I can remember. Hmm. So then to tie that into Travis's uh, long statement there, how did you become the voice of the Bearcats? What events progressed to you to get to that point? Well, I was working at KNIM, uh, just uh, worked into a situation where the, the, you got the, the rights at the time to do the games. I was there as uh, the sports director at the time and uh, was able to move into that role in 1985 and uh, been doing games ever since then. So. And the Bearcats keep winning, so you mm-hmm. have longer stretches of doing <laughs> of doing play-by-play. Yeah. It's been, been a, a ridiculous amount of success that the athletic department has had in not only football and, and basketball both. And uh, you see so many schools that are very good in one or the other, but Northwest is very uh, privileged to have uh, very successful programs in uh, both of those sports. And really the entire athletic department's had a, a tremendous amount of success through the years. So sports play-by-play is really hard. Like it's, I think it's one of the most difficult jobs in radio, honestly. Is there a sport that you prefer to others? You know, you do football, you do basketball. I remember you used to do Bearcat baseball games occasionally back in the day at KNIM. Is there is there a sport that's kind of more you're kind of that's the one you really like or are they all it's all just the job? They all have their aspects that are a lot of fun. I feel like one of the best sports to do is baseball. and I haven't done that in quite a while. So it's been been as just the way things have turned out with the career. But uh, uh, they both have football and basketball both have a lot of uh differences as far as uh, how you go about approach the game in the broadcast, but uh, they both are uh, very fun to do. Football is more of an event week by week, but uh, because they play so few games and the way things work out, but for basketball, it's just fun to see how the season builds from November to their end. And really nothing is more fun than a, a tournament basketball game in March where you've got the, uh, the crowd is, uh, is uh, packing the arenas and just a close basketball game goes back and forth. That's about as good as it gets. But uh, uh, again, they both have things that are very enjoyable in, in different ways. So uh, I really enjoy doing it. Whatever it is, I, I enjoy doing it. So. If I was a student, a new student coming in, and I was interested in doing something like becoming a play-by-play announcer, um, what advice would you give me? Well, number one, just to practice. Uh, you don't have to be on the air to get that practice. Uh, I know a lot of the students come through and do first uh, do the play-by-play on KZLX, but even before you get to that particular point, uh, uh, now with uh, recording apps on your phones, just take the the phone out to a game, maybe hook in a microphone with that. Just prepare to uh, do a broadcast 
as if you were going to be on the air and then uh, just get that in front of as many people as you can get to uh, get uh, some um, uh, good criticism. I know my door is always open for the students to come in and we can go over uh, their recordings and uh, and then give them some advice and then ship them back out for the next game and keep coming back. And uh, you mentioned Tommy Thrall. He was very good about that. When he came in as a freshman, he was knocking on my door, I think, the first day he got on campus. And uh, and uh, he was had no qualms about going out and doing the practice that needed to do to get to where he was at. He eventually was one of my sideline reporters, which is a student position here that uh, every year for football. And then, uh, then he's kept in touch throughout the years. So uh, he, what, he was another one of those uh, students who had a goal in mind and kind of had a plan on how to get there and uh, was able to uh, do it to where he's uh, very successful right now with the Reds. And play-by-play is one of those things, if you want to do it, someone will pay you to do it probably because there's eight-man football games that get covered by local radio stations and even newspapers, you know, will want people to cover them. Even if you're not doing play-by-play, you're still covering the game. So students, if you want to do sports stuff, like you can do sports stuff for sure. You just have to put yourself out there and be willing to do it. And like I say, KZLX, the student-run radio station, they do play-by-play as well. So yeah, there's lots of opportunities if you want to do it. So when practice makes you better because it's... I've done exactly one play-by-play thing ever, and I will never do it again because it was like, I can't, it was a basketball game. And it's like, nope, I can't keep up. It's too fast. You have to consistently be behind, which was really hard for me. So not, not my jam. (laughs) And I think a lot of uh, the kids that first get into it, I think you just show up and you do the games. There's a lot of background work before Mm -hmm. you get there even. But uh, one of the things I try to tell the students too, as they come through is uh, don't be so single-mindedly focused on doing play-by-play if that's what your main goal is, because that first maybe second or third job out there, you will not be doing exclusively play-by-play or sports broadcasting. You need to know how to uh, uh, write a news story, maybe do a board shift. Uh, you need to know how to go out and cover a city council meeting. Uh, the more different, the more skills you have, to, it's going to help you get that first job because uh, they're looking for somebody that can do a little bit of everything. It's a lot of these small market radio stations, and then you can slowly uh, kind of climb the ladder there to get to that end position that you want. But uh, you got to build your skill set early to be a market yourself to where you can get that first job to eventually get the one you want. Did you want to be a station manager as a, well, as a student? Kind of what was your goal there? Well, my goal was uh, to do as play by play when I got out. But again, my, every job I've had, I've had to do something other than sports along with it. Whether it was at KNIM where I was news and sports director. I also uh, did some board shifts there. Uh, and I was a uh, news and sports director here at KXCV and also did sales here to uh, get the uh, underwriting to be able to uh, do the games. But uh, it wasn't something that was high on my uh, goal list. But uh, when Rodney was a uh, station manager here, uh, he unfortunately passed away and there was a, a void at the station. And uh, I decided to go ahead and apply for that position. And it's worked out. It's been uh, been a great uh, opportunity for me. And I've got a great staff to work with, which makes it a, a lot of fun to come to work every day. So what do you, on the day-to-day, what do you do as station manager? Well, first thing I come in, I do the uh, seven o'clock sports on the air and then uh, come in and just uh, kind of depends on the year like right now. 
We're working on EEO reports that have to be submitted for the FCC, and we've got a couple of other FCC uh, things that need to be filed this week. So there's a lot of a lot of uh, paperwork, or now I, I guess a lot of not necessarily paperwork, but online things that go Computer on. Computer work, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because uh, you got to make sure that, uh, that everything is up to date with FCC, or they like to uh, slap a fine on you. So those are some important issues that we got going this week, uh, uh, and just uh, making sure that the staff has the tools that they have to be successful in what they do. And it's just, uh, every day is a little bit different. It seems like when you come in here. So I know one thing with KXCB, KRNW, you guys hire students as well. You mentioned, you know, in your beginning that you don't have to be a broadcasting major to do it. You can do anything. What are the things you guys are looking for when you are hiring students? Are there certain skills or just somebody who's willing to do the work or what is it that you're looking for there? Well, a little both there. Primarily, if they have good communication skills, it's important, uh, but they don't have to have great skills to start with. We will try train you and work you through the program. Uh, I know uh, I mentioned too, you don't necessarily have to be a mass communication student to uh, uh, be on the air. I think a perfect example is we still have from time to time music majors that come over. They listen to some of our classical programming and they and I know one student we had felt like he was listening one night said, I could do that. So he came over, applied, <laughs> got involved. And, and uh, at, by the end of the time he graduated, the, the technical side of things fascinated him. So he worked with our chief engineer at the time, Charlie Maley, and he's had a career in engineering uh, right now with New, pa- New Hampshire Public Radio. So uh, his career took a completely different turn than when he decided to uh, major in music when he got here. So, uh, so uh, uh, again, it's just uh, if you just have that passion to want to be on the air or just to pick up uh, some part-time, we do pay as well. So to pick up uh, some work studying on campus, it's a great opportunity. Anything else, Travis? No, I mean, I think you, know, you mentioned you've, you've, done, you've been, you know, a voice of the Bearcats and done that since since the 80s. So for, for a long time, what are some things that kind of stand out to you as like highlights of your time working with, with Northwest sports? Are there certain memories that really kind of stand out or seasons that were fantastic? Or Well, I, I think uh, well, most of it's all, all good. I mean, anytime you're uh, at a, to me, a stadium or a, an arena, it's, it's good regardless of how well the team's going because you have those <laughs> relationships behind the scenes of people that are around the the uh, conference that you get to know and it's always uh, fun to catch up with them uh, every year but uh, I'll go back to 1996 even before the 98 uh, uh, championship game in football that 96 I always talk about the, the first playoff game under uh, coach Churchma up in uh, Omaha where they had that uh, big win at the last second to pick up their first playoff victory I think that was the game that put the program on the map and it's been uh, uh, just a, a great program ever since and that one stands out to me even more than uh, the uh, championship runs that they've had uh, because that, that game you just kind of felt like uh, it was our announcement to the world that uh, Northwest Missouri State football was here so uh, that one really stands out to me of course, uh, the basketball runs that they've had in recent years, there's just a number of games that have been uh, very fun through to uh, be around as well. But uh, that one was one of the big ones, I think. Excellent. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Uh, no problem. We, and if you any students out there, we'd love to have you come through and be a part of KXCV, KRNW. Just uh, kind of go through the uh, process to apply and uh, we would uh, love to have you work for us. Where can they find you if they do, if they have more questions, if they want to learn more about the station, what's the best way to to get a hold of the station? 
Well, just kind of uh, come up to Wells Hall, second floor, and uh, knock on my door or any of our staff. Patty Holly is our program director, and she can uh, go through the application process as well. And uh, we would uh, love to uh, have any student that wants to be on there if they uh, have the, the want to and have uh, the, the communication skills we're looking for. It'd be great to have you be a part of KXCBKRNW. And again, even if you're looking to graduate and get outside of uh, broadcasting that the, the uh, communication skills you receive here will carry over just about in any field that you have. Excellent. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. And John, always a pleasure to talk to you. And, you know, like I say, you've been a huge part of my life for many, many years. And, you know, one thing I remember, you didn't mention this, but I remember I was actually working at KNIM after the 98 football championship when they brought you the ring and they surprised you with that. And that's the only time <laughs> I've ever seen you speechless, like in our entire relationship <laughs> together was, I think you were genuinely shocked it happened, And it was such a beautiful moment. And it was a shame we were on the radio because nobody could see you know, how great it was. But I was there and I will never forget it. So. But they kept that a pretty good secret, I think. They did. Yes. And it was very, that ring was it's very impressive. So yes, I will never forget that. So excellent. Well, thank you so much. And uh, like I say, if you're interested in getting involved with KXCV Carry On W, reach out to John and we'll have contact information in the podcast description, both the video and the audio version. So that'll do it for another episode of Behind the Bearcat. And we will talk to you next time. <laughs> <laughs>